It's not brain surgery. It's just a radio station. Although we do mess with your head from time to time. From Tanaris all the way to Nomragon, this is WOW Radio. Thank you for joining us for this episode of Casually Hardcore. Casually Hardcore is a proud member of the WOW Radio Network. You can join us on the web at www.wcradio.com. While you're there, you can click on the chat button and join us in Internet Relay Chat. You can also click on the forum button and join our bulletin board system. You can also click on the shows button to investigate the other fine shows on the WOW Radio Network. Please also click on the Donate button and learn how you can contribute to keeping the station up and running and allowing us to improve the quality of our shows in an ongoing fashion. If you wish to participate in today's show, you can join us in Internet Relay Chat, or you can email the show at ch at wcradio.com or casuallyhardcore at wcradio.com. And now, on with the show. I don't like this place. Alive, it's alive, it's alive. For Thursday, March 13th, 2008, this is Casually Hardcore with myself, No Wise. And myself, Iolite. And myself, Quinora. Oh, you didn't say hi. Hopefully. I hit a moment of weakness. <laughs> Hopefully, everyone can hear me this week. Because the last two shows we've started out, no one could hear me. I can see the little meter jumping up and down, jumping up and down, jumping up and down. So I think we're good. Yay. I'm okay. so glad. I've got the gain on the mic cranked up. 2.11, as it were. And you have the audio on your WoW playing. <laughs> I can hear a gnome laughing. I do. I'm going <laughs> so to turn the that wow off. I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> All right. My computer's muted. <laughs> Welcome to our fine little corner of WoW Radio. We wanted to let you all know that we're scrambling a little bit today because, um, you know... The world shifted in the wrong direction again, and everyone in Arizona is right. We have enough daylight here. Yeah, especially in the summer. In between now and our last show, uh, this weird thing happened called daylight savings time, and it uh, kind of forced us to scramble around a little bit. Well, it but makes us here. We are have to be here earlier, but only for this week because the next announcement on the list is starting next week, our day and time will both be changing. Casually Hardcore will be permanently moving to Tuesday nights. And we will be moving to 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, which I know is even more evil for you yes. you types. We're sorry. Oh, just get up really early. But if, if you want You're to... You're on the edge of that now. This is true. You're not staying up late. You're getting up early. You're getting up early. It's one of my favorite Foxtrot cartoons ever is when Technically. Jason says, <laughs> Technically, I'm not avoiding going to bed. I'm just getting up really early. Mm-hmm. It's all in the semantics. So, let's see, let's back down on that. A smidge, a skosh, a bit, a touch, a tad. Blink, 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 says Gwenora. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Not sure that where that came from. Um, I don't even know what you're thesaurus? talking about. 
Yeah, that too. What's yeah, another word for thesaurus? <laughs> we already talked <laughs> about the words that have been accepted that we don't like, so let's move on. That was last on. week. So, to, rev- to review, next week we will be airing, and henceforward, until we change our minds again, we will be on Tuesday evenings, 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And, yes, this will be posted on the website. It will be on the main page. It will be in the Casually Hardcore forums, available at www.wcradio.com. <laughs> You're never going to touch me again, are you? Uh, yeah, you've given up um, intimacy for a little while there. Well, I might as well just keep going with this voice. <laughs> If I'm screwed, then I'm going to have fun being screwed. Wow. Actually, you're going to have fun not, not being, being screwed. screwed. Yes. <laughs> Damn. I fail. <clears throat> anyway, this evening we will be taking a week off from our Masters of Five series to talk about noobishness and the glory that is. Yes. Uh, we had a really good starting email from the... So this is called The Noob Show. <coughs> it's The Noob, noob. Show. Yes. Yeah, yeah you, you know, when you had uh, told me about it on the phone when I was driving home, I heard Boob Show, and I wasn't quite figuring out what you were saying, so sorry. Blink, blink, blink. Yeah, so no that's where I am. I'm like, what? <laughs> I don't understand. Why? What are we talking about? And am I allowed to talk about I this? Could I could say about so. Hooters, Knockers, Golden Bozos, Jello Molds. I could no. say Hardy Boys. No. <laughs> the Hardy Boys? Where did that come from? There's an, actually, there's a video Holy out there. Crap. I'm not sure it's on YouTube. But it's done to the uh, tune of the 80s song, 99 Red Balloons. And it's 99 Words for Boobs. Nice. Oh I need <laughs> to go. Words for boobs. That's like, that's like George Carlin. Yes, seven words you can't say on television, or the incomplete list of impolite words. Yes. Oh, Ab, that's one of the funniest things I've ever heard. Which we can't say any of I know on that. Wow Radio. <laughs> okay, speaking of funny stuff, my brother sent me from North Carolina the links to the YouTube things of the Sarah Silverman and Jimmy Kimmel back and forth videos. You know they're dating, correct? And have been no. for quite some time. Yes. Sarah Silverman and Jimmy thing. Kimmel have been dating. I think they still are. I'm not real sure. But anyways, the Sarah Silver, Silverman... Silver, Sarah Silverman, like, borking Matt Damon, at least in the other Yes. <laughs> yes. And Jimmy Kimmel is borking Ben Affleck, was the response. <laughs> you have You have got to... I'll send you the link. Oh, my oh, God. No. These okay. things are... And it's all bleep, so it's work safe, mm-hmm. because he actually aired it on his show... And prime, yes. Oh, and oh, even with the bleeps. Oh my God, it's one of the funniest things I've ever seen. You, you leapt to Jimmy Kimmel from the Man I used your, there. I used your favorite yes. way of swearing without swearing today, by the way. Um, no wise. Which is? Whiskey Tango Foxtrot. Yes. Oh yes. That's your latest I'm and greatest way of swearing without Foxtrot, swearing. Foxtrot, uniform, Charlie, Kilo. <laughs> <laughs> Whiskey Tango Foxtrot. Yes, oh, I'm aware. So yes, that was... Okay, I'm done now. <laughs> At least with that. <laughs> this so is going to be a show of many tangents, people. Yes, it is. So we're going to talk about noobs. Noobs. N-O-O-B. Also known as newbies. Yes. And people who are new, new to, the game, to the game. exactly. Or maybe gaming in general. Well, just we want to solicit from the listener base um, things you wish you knew when you had started playing the game. Serious things and amusing things. Things that it took you a long time to realize about the game and had kind of a dope moment of, yeah. I could have been doing it that way for a year and a half. Mm-hmm. Um, Forgot to train from level 2 to level 48. And just me, yeah. I, people, 
I, I forgot or forgot or forgot talents. That said that the other yeah, week. Yeah, or forgot their talents. I, I forgot. Talent I tree. forgot my talents until I was like level twenty-two. Mm-hmm. On your warrior alt, right? No, on oh, my just on, on your main, your original. I on my original on Iolite, I have literally forgotten. Yeah, I've about talked talents. to people who didn't realize you could scroll down the talent trees, so they had all their talent points spread across all three groups in the first uh, page, and then realized, oh, I can. Scroll There's down a down this. arrow. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Oops. Another whiskey tango foxtrot well, moment. So we have this nice email from yes to set us on on our road. Yes, from Cupcheck, the amazing and powerful. Oh, hang on. we missed our, our bit of shtick. Oh. In the IRC, as usual. Yeah. Since we were going to get to that in a second. The amazing movie. Ooh, good monkey. There we go. And we did receive uh, a drop-in that I have had requested that I use um, as revenge against my spouse for I don't know what ills, but... I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I believe that was you. That's Storm Tamer's fault. I did not vouch like that. Sure, did. It's, it's right here. It's recorded. Ah. I'm sorry. Nice. That's awesome. What? I'm going to slay all of you. Thank you. I'm sorry. Thank, thank you very much. Oh my god, we're just Wait, gonna make it. If no you're gonna do today. this, if you're gonna do this, you got to play the one of you. Oh, the original. Are oh yeah. You thank crack? Thank you very much. I'm sorry. <laughs> No, you're gonna no, 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 you're no. gonna wear that button out, aren't you? He's, he's driving home today, and I'm talking to him on the phone because we do this occasionally when we're driving home and we're both, stuck, and we're both stuck in traffic. Yes, and uh, and he says, "Please don't let the sitter leave. I have to give her her check." Right. And I said, "Well, honey, she's staying because we have the radio show tonight, which we had just been talking about in the previous paragraph." Yes. At which point he says. I really shouldn't have smoked that crack today. <laughs> and uh, I started laughing out loud. Because... <laughs> now, you know what's going to happen, though. There you are, right someone, under the bus. Someone someone is going to actually do a drop-in of, I really shouldn't have smoked that today, and I'm never going to live it down. Where's no. me drink? No, you're not. Speaking of which, though, Drinking Light is on. Yes, the Drinking Light is on. <clears throat> and I believe the Guardian Light is on as well, as usual. All right. So. We have a noob show. Let's talk noob stuff. All right. It's so, we got this lovely email that Gwen will read out to yes, the listener that base. we got from Cupcheck. <laughs> and we got this, actually, a little bit ago. wasn't in the, la- in the last week, but we I think we've been kind of kicking the idea around and talking about it and thinking, hmm, what can we cover with this? But looking at the email, Cupcheck gives us plenty to talk to, and I'm sure our wonderful, fabulous listeners will send us either emails or send suggestions through Moogie in IRC and give us more to talk about. So anyways, from Cupcheck, talking to you in in the IRC during last week's show, let me tell you the show wasn't all that bad when you did the cover show for Octane and Hordak versus The World. Now... Onto the task at hand. Back in July, when I started listening to Octail's anti-Wii rants, somewhere in there had the following. DPS. Tier 1 through 3. I think there's m- more. It's just it that it's all I've heard on the shows. I know the, purple, the purples are epics. What do the other colors stand for? What is the best class slash race to play as based on personal experience, not on picking favorites? Aggro. What the hell? <laughs> what is the easiest place to gain the following? Loot levels or random people to party up with? 
why, along with most MMOs, is there timers under the icons after you cast a spell? Why are they there? And what spells slash items have the longest timers? Which is easier to play, Horde or Alliance? What advantage is there picking one uh, picking one over the uh, over another, meaning Horde or Alliance? I heard you on the last show mention red sockets. If they're anything like the sockets and items in Diablo, I understand that, but why red? What is the exact definition of a tank, and what class slash race do you make with make him or her with? What is the difference between U.S. and EU servers? And that's all he can think of at the moment. Thanks, thanks for making me feel welcome without all the hate. Cup check. Alrighty. So, I think we have quite a... Rich furrow. Yes, fertile field in no which to... Uh, yeah, no haterade. That's okay. We'll leave that to uh, Octail. Octail. It's his, it's <coughs> it's his, it's his, his special. Way. It's his thing. So I think let's begin at the beginning. He says, tier one through three. Yeah. I think there's more. Or no. Well, DPS. Sorry. I thought that was the header. <gasps> My favorite thing. I'll let you answer that one then. DPS. DPS, cup check, and for anyone else who has no idea what that is, is damage per second. It is how much damage your particular character class and race can do in one second with the given equipment that you are wearing at the time. It's usually averaged over time because it's also, it's not just the gear and skills, it's how you decide to play. This is true. This is true. It's a matter of how you equip yourself, number one, the skills that you choose, as in the aforementioned class skills, and especially the talents that you pick has a lot to do with it right there, and uh, buffs that you have put on you or put on yourself, potions that you drink, enchants that you put on your gear. Effects that proc off your gear. Yeah, exactly. It all um, adds up. It all it all adds up, and then they average it. There are, there are add-ons you can add to the game that will display your group's breakdown of who's doing what damage. Damage meter comes to mind very rapidly because yep. I use that one. I just got the latest version, and two thumbs up. It's really cool. There's a lot of stuff in there, and one of the things that you can display is how much DPS you are doing. I have it set up. Let me backtrack for a second. I have it set up so as soon as I join a group, this thing pops up. You can set it so that it's on all the time. So you can pick a certain period of time and run through a certain area with certain mobs and see, okay, how much DPS am I doing with this combination of gear and this combination of skills? And then you can wait for everything to reset and do the same thing all over again. Or you can do it like I do. I have it set up in a group where I just display everybody's whatever thing I happen to choose that time. And there's about 20 or 30 different variables or uh, values that you can display, healing per second, da- total damage done, damage plus healing, damage taken, you know, all kinds all, of I stuff. mean, it's ridiculous how much stuff you can do in there. But it's kind of cool because there's something for everybody in there that you could look at as specific to your class. Well, it may be useful to Cupcheck just to describe the universal roles that most MMOs share. There are classes that heal. Yes. They mitigate the damage that your people are taking. So you take damage, the healer makes the damage go away. There's damage dealers, DPSers. Of which there are many. Two diff- well, two main classes, which is melee DPS, which is in close, hitting things with sharp objects or blunt objects, as the case may be. And then you have range DPS, which is you're standing back and touching people from long distances. Either I like to with put it. magic or with projectiles. Or with projectiles, exactly. And then the third, this jumps ahead to one of your other questions, there is the tank, or the damage absorber. Yes. 
generally, in at least in, especially in the five-man encounters, the fights are fairly straightforward where one person is expected to go up to the bad guy first, or the bad guys, mm-hmm. and make them angry, which also touches on another one of your questions, which is, which is aggro. All of the mobs, the non-player characters in the game, carry around with them a little list. It's the hate list. Who do I hate? And who do I hate how much? Yes. When you're looking at a mob from distance and they're not fighting, their hate list is empty. And if you hover over them with your mouse and they're red, that means that if you come near them, they will see you and they will try to kill you. Yes. Your kill on sight as far as they're concerned when they're red to you. So Which you'll have people abbreviate and say KOS. Yes. I'm KOS with that faction. Um, <laughs> Alder and Squire come to mind rather rapidly. Yes. It's kind of a light-duty version because they'll just kick you out of the city. They won't actually kill you. Right. But they hate you because you do things that make them angry. Mm-hmm. Um, so the tank's job is to wear an awful lot of armor because they're going to get hit a lot. Mm-hmm. Have high defense so they don't get crit very of- often or at all, hopefully. Um, and have abilities that allow them to take one hell of a pounding and survive long enough for the healer to land a heal on them to keep them going. In the meantime, all of your DPS types, while the mob is concentrating on this guy in the plate armor who's making him very angry, we're either standing back by the healer and doing long-range damage, or if you're like a rogue, specifically, or a class thereof, thief, rogue, whatever you want to call it, you're going around behind, and you are doing... Stabity, stab, stabity, stab, 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 yes. Melee, DPS, you're doing as much damage as humanly possible. Close up and personal with Cl- the bad yes. guys. Yes, and one of the things that y- y- everybody has to manage is you hear the, the, the term tossed about of agro-management. Mm-hmm. You have to manage how angry that mob is at you. You can't do too much damage. You can do too little damage, but then you're not helping anybody. You have to manage how much damage you're doing so that you don't make that mob... That monster, enemy, target, whatever you want to call it, angrier at you than he is at the tank. Because as a rogue, because that's the class I play, I wear leather armor. Leather armor is like, as we like to say, reinforced tissue paper. Yes. As opposed to plate. So I can take a much less of a pounding than the tank can. By design. By design. And that's the way it's supposed to be. That's my role. That's his role. And the healers can do the same. The healers do the same thing Mm -hmm. in that. By healing the tank, they're angering the mob as well. Mm-hmm. It's a and delicate balance. It's a very, it is. It's a very fine line that you have to we had a balance between from the all these things. Oh, did we? And I think this goes back to tanking, though. Mm-hmm. Okay. The question was, is defense more important than stamina? Depends on who you ask. The different classes that... Let's let's conclude our discussion yeah, let's about do aggro first, and then we'll do tanking. Oh, yeah. I've got plenty to add, so y'all are just keep <laughs> talking. Okay. The, the the hate list that the mob has is not a static thing. It's not a matter of whoever engages them first is always at the top. Things that you do will make the mob angry to varying degrees. Right. Hitting them, stabbing them makes them angry. Casting heals on things that are hitting them makes them angry. Dropping fireballs on them makes, makes them, them angry. angry. And you have to try and make sure that the amount you make the mob hate you never exceeds the amount the tank is making them hate them. Tanks, warriors that are protection spec, paladins that are protection spec, or druids that are feral spec, have special abilities specifically designed to 
cause a great deal of threat is what how Blizzard phrases it. Right. To make <clears> the mob <throat> hate them. And it varies from class to class, and it's the, the tank's job to pile these things on, mm-hmm. which is why when you look at damage reports, tanks generally don't do a ton of damage. Right. Because they've been, and Blizzard designed it this way such that these abilities that make the mob hate them don't really do that much damage, necessitating the inclusion of DPS classes. Right. Making it all a big happy group. Everyone does their job. The tank makes them angry, but isn't really capable of killing them quickly. Right. But if they do their job of keeping the mob angry at them, the DPSers can that cut loose. Exactly. That frees up the DPSers to kill the mob quickly. The phrase you, you don't want to hear is, you pulled aggro. Which means you made the mob hate you too much. The mob turned away from the tank towards you, the mage, in the tissue paper. Not even yes, reinforced not in tissue re- paper. Not even reinforced tissue paper. And he wandered over to you and hit you once and you died. Mm-hmm. I've been one-shotted. <laughs> yes. Happens in yes. heroics a lot. Yes. Um, I wanted to talk about something, uh, too, that was in associate w- association with this. You talked about tank, you talked about DPS, which you gave your mages, mages and your rogues and things like that. You didn't really touch on, and just to make clear, the hybrid classes. The druid's a hybrid class, right? The shaman's a hybrid class. Yeah, paladin. To an extent, yeah, well, paladin and, is and, a hybrid class. And I think we kind of did that on purpose, not that we were forgetting those or minimizing the importance. You're just not ready to talk no, about No, I think yet. we were talking about just MMOs in general as opposed to WoW. Right. Specifically, well, you have those MMO, classes, and they MMO do have hybrid classes. classes. You're right, and they do have hybrid classes because oh. just going back to EQ, you had rangers that were little right. of this, little of that, little of this, little of that, and you had other classes that were like that as well. Right. So yeah, you do have the hybrid classes as well that are that are depending on how also, what gear you wear and which yes. tree you put your talent points into makes you better at different jobs. I also wanted to say that one of the things that noobs especially don't think about is they think about, oh, I, I you know, at the end I want to be a restoration druid or I want to be a healer or I want to be a priest. And what they don't think about is your leveling spec versus your final spec. Right. And that's one of the things that I didn't learn until two or three characters in was that it was going to be, well, and it was going to be much easier for me to level in a spec that was different from my final plan. Right. General rule of thumb, while you're trying to gain levels, whatever talent tree makes you a damage dealer is best for leveling. Because a lot of quests involve go kill 20 of these things. Exactly. And if your protection spec, which we previously mentioned, is what tanks do, you give or away a lot of your... warriors specifically. Yes. Warriors and pallies. Oh, that's true. They do have a protection spec, don't they? And you're trading a lot of your damage dealing capabilities for defensive and aggro gaining abilities, but you will take... You know, you can break out the sundial to time your fights mm-hmm. because you go for a very long time because you're not dealing the damage. Right. It's very tedious very quickly. Exactly. It's, it is very tedious very quickly. And so I do like the idea of people keeping in mind <coughs> your your talent trees, your specs, mm-hmm. um, is something that you can play with. You can respec at any point in time. It's with a little just going to cost a little cash to do it. Um, and that over time, you should really explore, you're not going to understand, you may read the descriptions of each of the abilities on your talent tree and not understand how that's going to play out 
when you play the character. So you should explore the different trees and see what you like. You know, there are certain trees people go, oh, it's just a wasted tree. Mm-hmm. And it might be at this point, they might rework it so it's not, or it might have been very useful while you are leveling and not useful now. It's also a matter of some debate amongst the people who are theory crafters who like to sit down and crunch the underlying math of the game. That's cause that's just their thing. Um, people will claim, well, with this gear, that makes this spec the most effective in the universe. And Oh, you're crazy. It's It's obviously this spec. Yeah. And a lively discussion ensues. Right. That I don't want anything to do no. with. Because <laughs> that's just, character. I'm not criticizing, don't get me wrong, it's just, that's not my thing. And quite frankly, those kind of arguments, especially when I go into places like Wowhead, and I'm looking at gear, and people print a, put a wall of text post in that's got all that stuff in it, I, I read, get what I want out of it, and the rest of it I don't read, because number one, it makes my brain hurt, and number two, it bores me to tears. Not All the power thing. to them. I respect them if that's their thing, but that's just not my thing. So I'm the, not hating on anybody. That's just it bores the hell out of me. Well, the Elitist Jerks Forum um, is a great place to go. That's what it's called. Elitist Jerks. Elitistjerks.com. Awesome. Nice. Actually exists, and it's a wonderful re- resource for people who do dig doing that math. Oh yeah. And they just post the results, and you can just go cherry pick. The information you want, say thank you very much. I will yes. go now play more efficiently, and I didn't have to think about it. Yes, exactly. All right, so question that, two. Yeah, that tapped uh, several of yours there. Right. Check. So we Ooh. might not get them exactly one right after the other, but somewhere in this we'll get everything. They crossbreed, yeah. Uh, tier one through three, I think there's there's more. It's just that it's all I've heard on the shows. Yeah, I think there's six now. They're up to tier six. And what they're referring to are... Matched sets of gear that Blizzard created that are meant to be worn together both visually and you get a set bonus for wearing varying numbers of these sets. Mm-hmm. The and depending on who you ask, the tiers are numbered differently. It, it was actually kind of different from server to server at one time, but but what they generally settled upon was tier one was referred to as the epic level <coughs> gear purple you would get out of Molten Core. And each class had their own version of it. With yes. the Druids, it was the Cenarian Raiment. Um, I don't remember what. It was, was I think it was really Knights. Two, I think it, it was the Cenarian. What was Tier 1 then? Let's well, hear, and you had... with Tier 0. Tier 0 was, is now what they refer to as Dungeon Sets. Right, right. that was originally Tier 1. Depending on who you asked. See, that was the thing. There's really the way it looks now, now is there's history. is there's two different which we we should actually get into this because otherwise it's confusing as hell. Yep. There's two different sets really. There's a the original tier one through three were sets that you got out of twenty five or forty man 40 raids. Man content. Yep. Forty man raids. That w- those were the original tiers. Those of us who weren't raiders complained about that. Hey, that's not fair. I'm not in a raiding guild. I don't want to be raiding five days a night, eight hours a day, whatever. How about you throw us a little bone here? Blizzard, kudos to them, actually did that mm-hmm. and created what they now call the dungeon sets. The dungeon sets existed in oh, the right. first incarnation. That's right. Okay. They were they were just referred to by their name. So it was, it was, you know you would wear your God, I don't even remember what they uh, are now. <laughs> Wildheart was the yes. druid one. Yes, Wildheart was and the druid one. Shadowcraft yes. was the yes. druid one. And those were the, or the rogue sets. One. The rogue one. If you go to, if you go to Blizzard's 
website, they refer to them as dungeon sets if it's gotten through five-man content. Yes. And raid sets. Raid sets if it's done in 25-man or 40-man raids. So in the old world, you would get your dungeon sets out of Stratholme, Skolomance. Well, but they even made made you go up to 10-man because they would make you run UBRS. Yes. And make you run Ubers. It used to be 15-man back in the day. Way, oh, way back, way back, in, back the day, in the day, yeah, because I'm thinking of it as 10-man, but you're right, it was... the original raid content in the game before MC existed. 15-man, you're right. Wow, so all right, you had a long ways. Tier 1 was Molten Core. Molten Core. Tier 2 came from Blackwing Lair, mm-hmm. which was added to the game later. Another full set for everybody. And Tier 3 had a very brief, shiny existence in the period of time between when they released Next Ramos mm-hmm. and when they released Burning, Burning Crusade. Crusade. Barry VA says Magisters. Magisters was the mage version. Yeah. There was also what was often referred to as the Tier 2.5 set, which were smaller sets that you got from doing turn-ins with Scenarian Hold in association with uh, AQ20 and AQ40. Right. So I know the Genesis Raymond was the Druid version of that. Right. They, they weren't. The original ones were full eight-piece sets. Mm-hmm. Tier one and tier two were gloves, bracers, belt, pants, chest, everything, hat, everything except, except for rings, rings and, and trinkets. trinkets and weapons. Tier three were nine-piece sets that actually included a ring in the set as well. Oh, okay. But you only needed eight pieces to get the full the, set bonus. The set bonus. So it allowed you to swap things around where you could put on different gloves but still wear the ring and get the full eight-piece set right. bonus. It was clever. The newer tiers that they added with Burning Crusade are five-piece sets. Five-piece sets. Uh, so they're easier to get, and they're universally gotten as token turn-ins, where you go do an instance... And, for instance, the curator in Karazhan will drop a glove token. Three different versions of it, each one that is good for three of the classes. Right. And so you might get the druid priest chamois glove that drops, and then the, the druid priest and chamois all roll for it. You take it back to Shatrath City, turn it into a vendor, and choose your reward. Now, I think we are to the point where we need to take a little break. I was just thinking about that. Music? We, we will can talk more about the tears. Burning Crusade tier sets when we return. And continue with... It's the Noob Show! <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I love you. You're pretty. I'm, Thank you for I'm, li- I'm glad. Thank you for listening. We'll be right back. We shall return live on WoW Radio. Bye. Bye-bye. Primed for action. Torqued to the breaking point. And fueled by three gallons of Noggin Fogger Elixir. (laughs) This is WoW Radio. Okay, guys, listen up. This is very important, so listen closely. When you see the blizzard being cast, do not stand still. Run away from it. Do stand where you are. And remember, when you see the rings of fire appear on the floor, you must not at any move or turn or do anything. It is imperative that you do this, otherwise you'll wipe the raid. Everybody clear? Okay, let's go. Has this ever happened to you? Is your guild suffering from a breakdown in communication? Then you need a premium quality Ventrilo server from UGTservers.com. 
Choose your location and choose from some of the cheapest servers around and have your new server set up in minutes. Unlike many other providers, low prices don't mean crippled servers. UGC Servers lets you choose from premium quality codecs for the best sound quality around at no extra charge. And you can even let your entire guild share the cost of the server using the unique guild deposit system. Doesn't your guild deserve the best? Get your premium quality Ventrilo server from UGTServers.com. That's UGTServers.com. And enjoy crystal clear voice communication. All the fun of television without those annoying pictures. From Ratchet to Winter Spring, this is WOW Radio. And then you put the sponge in the mayonnaise. See? You have lost your mind. Uh, long before I met you, yeah. Yeah, I, I Wow. Hi, we're back. Cricket, cricket. Gnome wise, possessor of a mind not just twisted, but actually sprained. Absolutely. Yes, actually sprained. Even space itself is curved. If you travel far enough and fast enough, you end up right where you began. Um. Yes, I know, and that's actually science, not insanity. Science! Science! And not Warning, too confused with science arms! content. Yes. Yeah, I, I reject yes. your reality and substitute my own. Yes. Warning, science content. We need to get t-shirts like Adam Savage has, and you know, says, I do all my own stunts. Yes. I do all my own radio shows, or I do all my own podcasts. <laughs> yeah. I reject your reality and substitute my own. That one you can buy online from yes. the Midwestern site. Oh, you can. How could you not? It's one of my favorites. I know. How could you not? So, we were talking about dungeon sets and tiered gear. <coughs> kind of skimp. And Excuse me. Agro. Oh, yes. We'll get to the, the other kind of agro. Well, yeah. Well, in a let's get that. Let's. We got a couple other questions. We gotta so, first. tier. Got to go down the list. Tier 5 and tier 6 are the rating epic level gear sets that the tier 5 you get tokens that drop out of Karazhan Gruul's Lair and Magtheridon's Lair mm -hmm. and between them you can get your 5 piece set for classes that have different distinctly different trees when you take the token and turn it in you can choose the gear that matches your spec so as right. a druid when I got my gloves of Malorn, I had to choose, do I want the Resto version, mm -hmm. the Feral version, or the Boomkin version? Gotcha. If I wanted to be completely insane and spend the rest of my life playing this video game, I could get full sets of Tier 5 in all three versions. But I'm not stupid, so I won't. No. I just got the Feral and called it good. Um, tier 6, <clears throat> same deal, tokens drop. Are you telling me you're done with your Tier 5 Feral set? Oh, hell no. No, because we okay, haven't been in the and we haven't been in the Mac Therians, nor are we, nor we get, have some sort of nor strange we, Nor are we going seizure. to anytime soon. <laughs> I have <laughs> two, kind of two pieces of my Tier 5. I, I got, have one. I got the headpiece and gloves, because that's gloves. what you can get out of Kara. Yeah. yeah. The rest of it requires 25 men, which we don't do. Uh, tier 6, again, same deal. Token turn-ins, even more Uber, because the tokens drop out of Serpent Shrine Cavern, the Eye, and Black Freaking Temple. Yes. So. Yeah, I'll be going there soon. For those mortals among us, with Burning Crusaders added new dungeon sets. Yay. For each class. Yay. And some multiple classes. And some multiple what? classes, yeah. These, again, are the blue level, and we know one of your other questions is, what do these colors mean? We'll get to that in a second. 
Yeah, yeah, slightly lower, next, actually. lower Uber quality version, but they're still matched sets of five pieces of gear you'd get from various five-man instances off of various bosses, and assemble into, number one, a coherent look, mm-hmm. so you look good. And these pieces drop out of regular yes. Burning Crusade instances and heroic. There's uh, There are other versions of all these sets that drop out of the heroics mm-hmm. with a little bit of crossover. Right. For instance, there's... Two different leather sets that drop out of regular. Assassination for rogues. Yes. Though druids can wear it. Yes. And Moonglade for druids, though rogues could wear it, it'd look kind of silly. Right, and you'd get laughed off the service. Yes. There's what I refer to oh, as... Oh, come on. <laughs> Don't even. You didn't like it when I sent that to you for Christmas? Don't even. There's a smaller number of... Notice you did not get a Christmas card. Silence! <laughs> I love sending people in-game presents for Christmas, especially if they're funny. <laughs> yeah, that was funny, all right. <laughs> like, the, like the 200 all track Swiss. <laughs> we get to tell that. this story on air and then see what happens to your inbox. Oh. <laughs> Play it. Play it. <clears throat> I'm going to slay all of you. <laughs> Everyone <laughs> dies painfully. <laughs> Oh, that's even better! <laughs> I let it that's play all exactly the way That's exactly right! So anyway, there is, in Burning Crusade, what I refer to as Dungeon Set 3.5. The, they're not quite as clearly delineated. The There's a clothy version, cloth damage dealer version, called the Mana Etched Set. There's a leather-wearing damage dealer set called the Waste Walker Set. Um, I don't know what the other ones are called, but there's <coughs> ones that mostly drop, all but one piece drop in heroics. I don't think they really did what Blizzard intended them to do, because by the time you're well-geared enough to Could reliably run heroics, you've surpassed the dungeon set three and a half. Right. I, would, I really had the intention from looking at the gear before doing heroics that, oh, good, you know, I will go forward and I will get the Wastewalker set next. Right, and the thing about and the thing about the the hybrid sets, as as I refer to them, is that if you look at just the general stats and the abilities that you get, the set bonuses that you get, you look at it and go, well, that's really kind of vanilla. It's very in, and when I say vanilla, I don't mean it's not that they're it's good stuff. It's that it's very neutral. I thought you were drifting subjects for a second. No, 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 I'm not. It's very neutral in that... Raincoat. Well, no. <laughs> Where's me, drink? Especially not that. Silence! Sorry, folks, but that's something you'll never, ever find out about. <laughs> <laughs> so there's something to find out. <laughs> play it. <laughs> Just play it. I'm going to slay all of you. <laughs> Everyone dies painfully. <laughs> Thank when you. Pointing at us furiously. Now, Since I can't part, smack course, people anymore. The funny part, of course, being is if that actually happened, then our revenge would actually be sweet because you are Nemesis's godfather. I know. Yeah. I know. <laughs> Which Thank you for reminding me of that responsibility that I have to your for. son. Consider that. Yeah, uh, believe me, I know. I'm sorry. I would take the high road and just not say anything. What the hell are we talking about? <laughs> 
have no idea. We lost our track. We're oh, talking about Wastewalker sets. sets. Waste okay, Walker. generic set bonuses. A- generic set bonuses, and this goes for all the hybrid sets between the classes. This goes for the for the for the hybrid plate set, the hybrid mail set, the hybrid cloth set, the hybrid leather set. Mm-hmm. Generic set bonuses that will are good for both classes. Any class that can use that particular piece mm-hmm. of gear. The thing I found attractive, and I know you found know about them as well and you io was that they have a lot of sockets for gems in them mm-hmm. more so than the class specific sets yes so you can really the thing i liked about it was that you could really customize the gear using the gems to add bonuses in addition to the enchants you're going to put on each individual piece of gear you could really custom tailor that set to exactly how you played the game. The problem was, as you mentioned it, by the time you're running the heroics, you're usually into a better class of gear anyways. Yeah, so I think it was badly planned on there. And the drop part. rates are really, really, really low. Heinously bad. So there, it's really hard stuff to get a hold of. And most people have just said, well, I can slave my brains out beating my head against the wall of these five instances that I have to go into to get this stuff that drops at like a five or you know, anywhere between a 0.5 and a 5% drop rate, mm-hmm. or I can just go run things like Kara, where I've got 15, 25, 50%, whatever percent of drop rate of getting a piece of gear that's epic quality, epic level, purple, and I don't have to slave in these dungeons that I'm pretty much overgeared for already anyways. Yes. I'm wearing mostly epics in my tanking set, and I have two, count them, two pieces of Wastewalker armor. Oh. I didn't know you had two. I knew you had one. Got the gloves and one. Count it. One piece of Wastewalker armor. Okay. I, I was going to say, I thought you only had one. But yeah. anyways, that's um, better than I have because I don't have any of it. And I, at this point, really don't care. The So this allow, this gives us a segue to talk about two other things in Cupcheck's email, which was sockets and colors. Let's do the and colors first. Let's do, okay. Gear in WoW, based on the color of text in the name, have various levels from gray through to purple. gold. Oh, that's right. They do gold. There's two levels, I forgot there's about two levels above purple. I forgot about that. It was, what are they? Orange and gold, right? Yes, we'll get to this. So, okay. gray we'll at the bottom. is the lowest end, which is generally referred to as vendor trash. This is stuff that is not good for crafting, not good for anything other than throwing away or selling to a vendor for a little bit of gold. Next level is white. Something with white... T- what? Along with a very good radio show. Well, yeah. <laughs> on WCRadio.com. Slanik. Slanik, <laughs> hey, uh, I love you. See, I was thinking of you. He wasn't. The imbalanced Irishman. would like us to issue a correction. Okay. The dungeon set that drops out of Kara is tier four, not tier five. So sorry. We did. We started out talking about it correctly. Yes. And then went off. Drifted went, to uh, evil. Yes. yes. So, um, Izzy, shout out to you. Thank you for fixing that. Yes. And... Um, there we go. So, gray? Gray is vendor trash. White, White is something that is useful for something. For crafting, it has a use, so you should think twice before destroying it. Yes. Green is referred to as uncommon. Your first level of maybe I should keep this gear, or disenchanted. Or the way I look at it is your first level of magic gear. Yes. Has gear that's got magic, it's got in built-in stuff stuff on it, set bonu- or, uh, stat bonuses, abilities... You know, what procs, whatever. Blue is referred to as rare, meaning it has either a very low drop rate out in the world in general, or you have to go into an instance and kill something mean to get it to drop. And then you still have a drop rate. Right, then you still have a percentage drop rate. We get a blue off of every boss in an instance. Right. Just maybe not your blue. Right. Oh, God, don't I know it. Purple is referred to as epic. Epic. 
generally harder to obtain, but much nicer stats and features and look and feel to it. Next level beyond that is what is the what are the I orange, orange ones? Are, I'm not sure if it's artifact. I don't know. I've never gotten that far. No, uh, epic and then legendary. Le- that's right. Orange is legendary. Legendary. There are not a whole ton of those in the game. Uh, and you usually had to do a very serious, t- both in times of in terms of time consumption, mm-hmm. effort, and gold. You had to do a quest chain to get those, and yes. you had to have a lot of cooperation. Most average, casually hardcore players in the guild will in never a, see a legendary. Will never see a legendary because it usually took the combined effort of a large raiding guild to get the parts, the ingredients that you needed, because most of it dropped out of raiding dungeons anyways. Naxxramas was the first place we really started seeing that kind of thing. Yes. And then gold items are referred to as artifacts, of which there are none in the game as of yet. The speculation is there'll be one of these things per server, uh, whatever they decide to make them, and will be the Badge of no life. Yeah. I or, have an artifact. Or a really good I drill. traded my soul for it. Pretty much. So it's a theoretical level of gear which does not yet exist in game. But they, they put it in there as a, we can go there one day. Yeah. They're always doing stuff like that. So increasing levels of quality and desirability as you go up the food chain. Right. With the introduction of Burning Crusade... Blizzard introduced jewel crafting and items with sockets. And they did steal liberally from their Diablo franchise in order to do this. When we refer to the colors, when you have a socketed item, say it has three sockets, and it will say blue, blue, red. And then it'll have underneath it socket bonus, Mm -hmm. plus six agility. The sockets are totally generic. You can put any color gem you want with any stats on it in any socket, and the game will let you. And the sockets are the three primary colors, red, blue, and yellow. Correct. However, the gems are a multitude. You have red gems, blue gems, yellow gems, and and then you have green, orange, purple, purple, and then you have what they call meta gems, which have their own specific sockets, and those are clear in color. They look like diamonds. So you've got seven different kinds of gems that you can put in there. And the various gems, when they are cut or crafted by a jewel crafter or drop-in game, will do various things. A good way to look at this is to go to someplace like Wowhead or go into the auction house. Because when Burning Crusade came out, they revamped the auction house and the display for it and added you gems. You can click on it and you can look. And they have green or uncommon gems, which do one level of... Add one level of bonuses to your gear stuff. stuff. They have blue or rare gems. And then they have purple or epic gems, which you can usually, as far as I know, only get out of instances in Burning Crusade. They can be crafted and are on the auction house now. People who are running Mount Hyjal and are working that faction get gem recipes that allow them to craft bind them. And I can imagine gems. and I can imagine that they cost a ton of cash. Oh heck yeah. Yeah. And rightfully so, because those people have worked very hard to get that skill. Yes. And they're very nice gems. Yes. So the primary color gems, the red, the blue, and the yellow, obviously match the red, blue, yellow sockets. Green will fit in either a Arsman would like us to not forget Prism my goodness, prismatic. Yes. 
Okay, so there's eight prismatic. Yeah, I have actually seen those. They're I don't you don't see them often, but I've never seen a prismatic gem in my life. Yeah, I've no, seen I, only a prismatic couple. shards that you get from enchanting. Arsvent, are you misinforming me? I've never. I think about prismatic shards. Yeah, I know yeah, large prismatic I'm shards. Hmm, shards. We might have to research that. Yeah, I'm well, a joke after, and I have no recipes for prismatic. All right, that's sure. just bad. You know, when the gray void lies to you, yeah, that's just you're bad. being led astray. So green gems will satisfy a blue or a yellow. I was going to say, let's backtrack for mm-hmm. to what you said oh, yeah. before I interrupted the, you. The colored, the colored sockets. You can put any color you want in any of them, but if you match the colors, so if it's, if it's blue, blue, red, and you put a blue, a blue, and a red in there, you get the socket you, bonus. Yeah, you activate the socket bonus. If you instead put a you know red, red, red in, in the blue, blue, red, you'll get the, the stats that the gems you put in there have, but you will not get the socket bonus. And all and everything has to match, like you said. Yep. So you can, you can only have one blue, you can have the two red sockets and one blue socket, and if you put... The two red gems and the two red sockets, and then say a yellow gem in the in the blue socket, you won't get the set bonus. Right. But as soon yeah, as you put a blue, as soon as you put a blue gem in that blue socket, then you will Boom. get the set Plus bonus as well. Whatever it may be. And you, once you socket a gem, it's permanently in there. You can, however, re-socket your gems. So if you look at what your do, what your bonuses are and decide, you know what, that was kind of a mistake, or I got a better gem, I got a better gem, you can. Put that new gem on top of the old gem. Destroying the old one. And when you click socket gems, it will destroy the old gem, socket the new gem in there, and you will get the new bonus. Now, as you were saying, the multicolored gems, the greens, the purples, and the oranges, can be used in either or one of two different colored sockets, and they will satisfy that socket requirement. So an orange will be either a yellow or a red. It'll go into a yellow or red socket and and will satisfy it from a set bonus standpoint. Purple is red or blue, and green is yellow or blue. So, for example, if you have a tanzanite, which is a purple Purple gem, gem, It will go into, and it'll say under there, matches a red or blue. Right, exactly. That's the thing. When you click, when you when you tip over, yeah, when you when you mouse over it, it will tell you exactly what color socket it can be put in. So it matches. And the meta gems have their own sockets, and it will say meta gem. The only place I've really seen the meta gems have been on head items. There's a very few items very high up in the food chain that have meta sockets in other places, but mostly people who play like us will get head pieces that have meta gem sockets, which have their own requirements mm-hmm. in terms of not only do you have to have a meta gem to put in that socket, and meta gems are not made, well, meta gems themselves are made by alchemists. The raw gems The are. raw gems themselves, and then Jewel Jewel crafters can cut them. So there's more than one class in there. I'm grateful for Blizzard for doing that, being an alchemist myself. (laughs) Um, But you have, not only do you have to put a meta gem in a meta socket, but meta sockets will have their own requirements. The gems themselves have the the requirements. Yes, in order to socket a particular meta gem in the socket, you will look at the gem once it's cut, and it will say, must have three blues, three three reds, and two yellows. And what they're referring to is... In all, all the rest of the gear you're wearing. Yes. All the rest of the gear you're wearing, you have to have three red socket or three red sockets filled with red or orange gems. Three red gems. Three red gems, three blue gems somewhere on your gear mm-hmm. and two yellow gems. Once you have all of that and it will light up and highlight it when you've fulfilled that, then you can put that meta socket or that meta gem in the meta socket. You can put it in all you want, it just won't add, it won't actually turn on right. until you satisfy it. Oh, needs. okay. Right. Um, that's what I was trying to Void sphere. 
is the prismatic void sphere. Yes, about. yes, yeah. that is a plus to all resists. Plus four resist all. Right, matches we'll every socket. We'll f- match any socket that is created by enchanters. That I did not know. Mm-hmm. Okay, so so meta gems. You have to be very careful when you choose your meta gem. Because you may see a meta gem that, oh, wow, that's that's an ability that I want. I want a chance to regain mana on every spell cast. Yeah, meta gems tend to be expensive. They are, because they're more rare and they have to be crafted. Yeah, right. The, the patterns are more rare. But look very carefully at what that meta gem requires and make sure the rest of your gear has that. meets that, because having the meta gem will do nothing for you if you don't feed it what it wants exactly. to be set. And when you're re-gearing... When you get new gear and suddenly you replace an item that had sockets with something that doesn't, you may break your meta gem. Right. Which so it's, it's a bit I'm of a pain. Have to start thinking about actually. So that's bound sockets. now. That's your gear is bound. Yeah. Right. So it's not just necessarily one the you red sockets. More. It's there's the three different colors actually yep. four, and so it makes it, it. It was Blizzard's way of making your gear more customizable. Yes, I think it was very well done. I think it was too. The it, only the, thing that I don't like about it, and I understand why they did it, is that you can't unsocket gems. You can't reuse them. You destroy them right. when you right. you destroy them. So you can't say, "Hey, I'm going to take this gem and I'm going to use it over in this set that I just got." So for these people who have to maintain multiple sets, uh huh, it would be better over here now, and you can't kind of pass it down. Even if it was soul bound, mm-hmm. which would be fine, it would be nice to be able to unsocket it. Well. Keeps but the economy I understand happy. why right. they didn't uh, it's, do it. Yeah, it keeps the economy happy. Exactly. So that's our quick summary of socketed gear and gems and meta gems and all that fun stuff. Hope that helped. Um, and we did the levels of gears, what the, what the colors mean. We did. Purples are epics. All right, do we want to do the last little bit of aggro, as was suggested? Oh, yes. There's yes. another kind of aggro that you have to consider when playing. Wow. It's generally referred to as domestic aggro. Indeed. Have you pissed off your significant other? Mm-hmm. Or your parent. Yes. Parent units. By perhaps playing a bit too much. Yes. Or putting the game before something important. Yes. This is referred to as wife aggro, <laughs> real girlfriend spouse aggro, aggro real girlfriend aggro. aggro. Yeah. There's a saying that goes, I'm a domestic tank. I can draw wife aggro like nobody's business. Yes. Exactly. Um, and you know the the different the aggro can can change when you upgrade from you know girlfriend 2.0 to wife 1.0 yes. that sort of thing. So the rules um, change the the hate list you know the rules change as far as I didn't used to draw that much aggro from that action, but now I'm off the chart. What happened? It's yeah, a, well, it's a different mob now, and it's cumulative. Oh, not additive. Cumulative. Uh, yeah, I just work here. So. Um, when you're talking, when you're thinking about that, that's basically what the show is about, right? It's about balancing the aggro of life mm-hmm. with playing the game. Yes. So enjoy it. RL spend your time than with wow. it, and RL yeah, pretty much greater than wow. All right. Which of these fabulous, wonderful topics should we do uh, next? Let's do uh, quickie here. Yeah, I'm I was going to say which is easier to play: Hoarder Alliance, and what are the things choosing them? Yeah. General the advantages of picking. I think that varies from server to server, in my opinion. And it's from person to person. It's and a, from person to person. Yeah, you, if you could ask a hundred people and get a hundred different answers, it is a visual taste. The you know the the races that are available have very distinctive looks that are available only on one side or the other, and one person may look at an undead character on the horde side and say. 
Ew. And why another, would I want to play that? And another person may look at it and go, that is the coolest thing that I have ever, ever seen. seen. Yeah. So it's just your personal taste is what do you want to stare at for these many hours you're going exactly. to listen to this character. And that even goes so far into, do I want to p- play a female character or do I want to play a male character? Because yeah. well, I play a female character. Now. Because I don't want to stare at a guy's butt for as long as the three years that I've been okay, playing I play this game. a night elf, so I might as well be looking at a chick's butt. Well, there is that. They're a little effeminate. <laughs> they're <laughs> not blink. as bad as the blood elves. No. But, no. They're not. But, look, there's a cell phone ringing. Ah, um, we fail. But what I was actually going to And I have no idea who that was. Was not that... Uh, not about actually looking effeminate. I was going to say that if you wanted people who played Horde, um, in many times tend to be a little bit more lore purists. It seems to be a trend. Um, and and partially it's because you know you can argue do you want to play good guys or bad guys? And if you're there a lore, no if you're a lore purist, no. then you're probably saying Alliance is is bad, bad guy. guys, right? So and and personally, I just kind of wanted to be pretty. And that's, that's and your there's person, that's what it comes nothing wrong with that. Yeah, there's this psychological choice. So, and and of course, I get to be a tree, and, mm-hmm. and I get to be a, well, a cat. That's a class. Several different times as cats, class I get to thing. ride a giant cat. And then, mm-hmm. um, and that kind of segues right into what's the best class yeah. or race to play as, oh, based yeah. on personal experience, not on picking favorites. That varies from person to person. You really can't separate that too, right? Because everybody has a favorite because it's what's fun to you. I owe you like playing the druid because you can turn into a tree. I like playing a rogue because I can sneak into places that I'm really not supposed to be, and I get a thrill out of that. Mm-hmm. That's why I like doing it. You have your reasons for highly personal. Exactly. It is, and, and unfortunately, you can't, if you're an inexperienced player, all you can do is query experienced players to try and figure out what you think you would like best. Because yeah. you, may, you may roll... And I don't even think, I mean, if you're someone who's playing this and you don't know, and you just picked the game up because you thought it looked cool and got into it, and you don't know anyone else in the game, basically, all you have to do this on, even if you're a prior MMO player... Is the pretty pictures. Is the pretty pictures and the, and the descriptions in the instruction manual, the booklet that you get with the game. You read it up and go, okay, that sounds kind of cool. Um, and then you go through and look at the races and everything else and go, I like that, I don't like that. I like that class. I think that's really kind of neat. Let's play that. And with 100% reliability, you will roll a Night Elf Hunter. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) That's pretty pretty funny. Um, I I got lucky because I I play Human Rogue, and I picked the right class for me the first time. You may not have... I picked the right class for me the first time. And I did the same thing. I fail. You might not... And that's not necessarily... You went through two different classes before you found one that made you happy. That is is not a slash success or a slash fail. That is you figuring out exactly... Oh, come on. What? I had fun. You had fun with everyone you played. that's, That's... you figuring out as a player what you like to do and what you don't like to do. So you may get into a couple of classes and go, you know, this really isn't doing it for me. And it may take you a little while before you figure out exactly what's going on. Don't be discouraged. Don't get frustrated. That's part of playing the game. You're learning about what it is that you like to do in game. And in my opinion, that's a good thing. Yep, It is a very personal decision. You, you can kind of hedge your bet by playing one of the hybrid classes. Yes. You can do Paladin, Druid, Shammy. And to a lesser extent, warrior, where 
you can change your gear and change your talent choices, and it changes your job in the game. Yes. You really don't get deeply into that until you reach max level. Because, again, when you're leveling, you're going to go with whatever spec and whatever gear makes you a damage dealer. Yeah. Because it lets you quest on your own, lets you be a nice jack-of-all-trades. Once I got the druid to max level, I immediately set about setting up gear sets to fit the different roles. Mm -hmm. Healing, damage dealing, tanking, and spell damage. To me, because that that was fun. But that was the third character I played before I made the realization of, hey, this would be fun to do. Yes. So it's a very hard question. All we can really say is try. If you pick what if, you think yeah. you might like, pick what you think you might try like. Try it, and if you don't like it, try something, try something else. else. But also understand when you reach max level, the game can change significantly. So maybe do some reading on various forums that talk about here's what this class does when they reach max level and start doing instances. Yes. So we're going to head to the break here. You are listening to Casually Hardcore live on Wild Radio with this guy, Gnomewise. And this guy, Gonora, who plays a chick. Yes. And this girl. Who plays a chick. Iolite. That's my honey. <laughs> we'll be back after the break. Thank you for listening to us rambling. See you on the other side. Hey, this is Brew Guy, also known as the Ganker. You're listening to WOW Radio on WCRadio.com. My name is Total Biscuits, and I'm of the firm belief that Savage 2 is by far the best multiplayer title to come out in years. The reasons are many and varied. The gameplay styles are hugely diverse, ranging from deadly melee combat to infiltration to sniping to siege warfare to summoning to healing to building to commanding and much more besides. The world is lush and beautiful, and the battles pitched and hard fought between two very different factions. I truly believe that... Cut, cut, cut. What? What's wrong? Well, you see, you're telling the truth about the game. Well, what's wrong with that? In today's gaming world, people don't go for that. They want pizzazz. They want epic. They don't want to know how awesomely fantastic a game is, or how you have to be borderline insane not to spend the measly sum of twenty nine ninety nine on purchasing this one-of-a-kind FPS RTS RPG hybrid multiplayer title. Oh, so what you're telling me is they don't care how amazingly deep, complex, and well-designed the game is. They just want explosions, rock music, and epic voiceovers. Exactly. Now take it from the top. Do you like lasers? Do you like bears? Do you like bears with lasers? Do you like bears with lasers that explode and shoot lightning from their hands? Do you like bears with lasers that explode, shoot lightning from their hands, and breathe acid in your face? Can you name one of the game that has all of these things and truckloads more besides? Didn't think so. Purchase Savage 2 for only $29.99 at S2Games.com. Or if for some unearthly reason you're still unsure about how this game will change your life, check out the 5R free trial. Be a part of the most innovative team-based multiplayer title ever created, Savage 2. Part FPS, part RTS, part RPG, all animal. Warning, this game does not actually contain lasers. They are technically beams of channel lightning that look like lasers. The creatures may or may not be bears, but look and sound remarkably similar to bears, so you can just pretend that you're a laser. you got to be joshing. I said mayonnaise, not ketchup. I'm so confused. The, the, the question we were asking How about was, both? 
are what? there gold farmers on Dennis Chinese Thousand servers? Island. That was the question. We were yeah, asking. but without the relish. Because there's relish in Thousand Island. If you leave it out long enough, it looks like it has relish. Oh, that's nasty. Thank you. That's disgusting. Thank you for playing anyway. All right. We'll try that at your house. We are at my house. Exactly my point. How's the weather on your planet, Gwen? (laughs) (laughs) Crayons thinks that's hot. Hot. Hey, Nemesis. Your Uncle Gwen has something to show you. (laughs) (laughs) What sound does Grandma make? (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) That's exactly right. Tell the story. I'll tell it next week. Okay. We have to finish answering Cupcheck's questions. Yes, but that's a question I can tell on here. Bring it on. Okay, so to go back to Io's quick little comment there about are there gold farmers on Chinese servers, You're one of the questions, I'm aware of the fact that I'm the one who said it <laughs> off the air. We were talking about the difference between well, we, US, EU, and Oceanic servers. Right. The difference, the, the, we started out talking about what's the difference between US and EU servers. As far as we know, nothing. Except for the fact that on EU servers, you get a choice of languages. You get a choice of languages, and I know this is going to sound stupid, but I'm going to say it anyways. They are actually in the EU for purposes of maintaining of, of managing lag. Right. So that right, the lag. So they're is actually putting the outrageous. server farms in the France, EU itself in France. Yeah. Yes. So. So as far as we know, that's the only difference. Then we started thinking, well, if you're going to talk about ES, US, and EU, then you have to start. Well, is there a difference with the Oceania servers? No, in that. You play the Oce- you play on the Oceanic servers with the U.S. release with of the, the U.S. Game. release of the game, which you don't on the EU servers because you get to choose a language when you first log it in. It is it is a which slightly different version of the game. You well, can't buy the EU version and play on U.S. servers. You can't buy the U.S. version and play on EU servers. Right. Which led me to the question of well, if the Oceanic servers are actually um, using the U.S. version of the game. Mm-hmm. What what are the language choices? Uh, or are you in China reading all your quests in English? But there's a Chinese version of the game, which is completely separate, only sold in China, is actually maintained by a different company than Blizzard, with the backing of Blizzard. In it is China. A completely they have Chinese their own localized. servers. It is, oh, okay. And so I would they actually went in think and they that they'd have the same... Localized the game. They would have the same thing okay. in, that would be know, all the Asian, Asian countries like Japan and Korea and because they well, have, I know there's that the, three the different gaming companies. Right. The gaming companies do do a lot of work on localizing games and deciding whether or not a game is going to have global appeal mm-hmm. to be able to do that. Oh, absolutely. Um, or if you look at the source files for a while, there's a lot of localization files in there in your add-ons and things where you can specify if the user has selected French, here's the French dialogue, and if they've selected uh, Norwegian, here's the thing with lots of umlauts in it and bars through the O's. Anyway, anyway, all right. But so. that answers the question: Is there yeah. really shouldn't be much difference in play? No, there may be some, the same some and right. there may be some cultural differences in how people play. Right. Also, and there's a different support structure for EU. There's EU forums, and there's Wow Europe, which is a different website you go to to talk about the the EU servers. But in general, the content is the identical. same. It's Stuff rolls out at more or less the same pace. Right. And the lore is the same in everything else because it's one shared universe. It's, it's just, just localized differences between the U.S. and the EU. And from, and from talking to some it. of the EU players in the WoW Radio staff, there are servers there that are, oh, you don't want to roll on that server. It's the Russian server. Not because Blizzard dictated it. It's just where all the Russian s- people congregate. And if you join a party, the very first thing that will come up in party chat is, are you S question mark? 
and uh, no English, and you'll get booted from the group because it's the Russian server, and it's where the Russians hang out, and you English speakers go somewhere else. And it just ah. kind of organically grew that way. The word got out amongst the Russian players, no, you want this server. This is where the, the good Ruskies are. Right. That's interesting. I didn't know that. Yeah, talk to Slanik. You explained that one time. It's like, uh, you just the, the lines were drawn, and you you went to these servers if you were an English speaker, and you went to these if you were. Oh, that's interesting. not because Blizzard said so. It's just because it just that's happened. just kind of the way it happened. That's, that's the way it developed. People gravitate towards. This is the way the cookie similar. crumbles. They're all yes. All right. Uh, let's see. What else do we have to talk about here? Okay, what else has Cupcheck got for us to, to guide Let's us see. through our We did show. the exact, well, the kind of sort of exact definition of a tank and what class or race I don't think we really covered. We did Warriors. cover tanks. Well, but Warriors of many races. Paladins of many races. Yep. And, and druids of two races. And druids of two races. Either Torin or Night Elf. That's pretty much it. Um, those are your choices for no, tanking. Because those are either the two plate-wearing classes in Warriors and Paladins. Mm-hmm. And if you go Feral Spec... On a druid, you can tank in yep. bear form. So, as a burning crusade, they really they none of the other classes have the stamina or the armor to be able to do that. There are situations where they will do what they refer to as a warlock tank, because yes. warlocks do, do lay have, on the stamina. Yes, because they can eat themselves. They can convert life into mana. Mm-hmm. So, having a big life pool is equivalent to having a big mana pool for them. Right. And there are fights. Like there's one of the mini bosses in Gruul's Lair where a warlock will tank them. Um, I've never, in addition to having the pet, never really having done the the raiding thing. I've never seen it put into action, but I know that. And for a short period of time, a rogue can evasion tank. Very short. Yes. Only where when absolutely necessary. The tank I've done drops, it. and you have a battle res to say, pop evasion. Yes. And the rogue ability to dodge pretty much every attack at them to keep them alive and keep the, the mob angry at them while the battle res lands yeah. on and if the warrior. If you're specced right for it, you can do it. If you've got improved evasion and if you've got, if you're subtlety specced and you've got cheat death, mm-hmm. that helps out as well. But it's not a very long lasting thing and it's kind of an, oh my god, we're going to die, you tank, and, you know, it's an emergency thing more than anything else. All right. We got that. Arzvind said he sent a song, and he'd really, really like us to play it. I bet he would. Maybe at the end credits or something, if we have an opportunity. Sorry. Go back to you. The Grey Void has spoken. Yeah. I, the Grey okay. Void has, has... All right. We got DPS. We got Tier 1 through 3. We covered the colors. Best class race covered that. Aggro covered that. The easiest place to gain the following. Loot, levels, random people to party up with. Random people to party up with is the looking for group tool. Looking in, yes, the little And the entire eyeball. concept of a pug. Yes. yes. The eyeball down on the bottom in your icon bar at the bottom. Doesn't look like a center. human eyeball, though. No, it's a green eyeball with a black slit pupil in it. Right. Click on that, Cat and eyeball. that Sideways. is the easiest way to do it. Um, or get into, I believe it's at least on mine, Channel 3, which is the looking for group chat channel. That's the easiest way to do it as well. Um, easiest place to gain the following, loot. Loot is concentrated in instances. Yes. Yes, but the you higher can get, value loot is yes. concentrated but My in suggestion instances. for loot is to, it's not a simple question for us to answer here. The easiest way I can say is go onto the websites. Um, the Wildhead. Wild, the wild, Wildhead's a good one. The way I do it with gear anyways is the WoW community site. Um, I'll go to the armory, I'll look up my own character, and if you mouse over your a particular piece of gear, it will show you a an upgrade 
tab. You can click on that, and it will show you all the gear in the game that's an upgrade from yours. And then you can look at the particular stats and the particulars of each piece of loot. And where it comes from. And it will tell you where it comes from. Then you can go to someplace like Wowhead and start researching, okay, I know where it comes from, I know what it is, let's go here. And they'll have comments about people randomly between theory crafters and people like us and hardcore raiders, and everybody will throw their two cents worth in on this piece of gear. And often people will suggest alternate pieces of gear, and you can do it that way. That's really the easiest way to do it. Uh, easiest place to gain levels. That depends on your race, and I think that depends on your class as well. Mm-hmm. The best way to do it is to do the quests. People have varying ways of doing this. I like questing because the rewards are good, and you generally need a group of people, and I'm all about doing it with people. We have a good friend, Kazim, yes. who plays this game as if it were a single-player game a lot of the time, and will do the quest that can be solo, but there's also what's referred to as grinding. <coughs> you find the highest level mobs in an area that you can kill without dying, mm-hmm. but still award you good XP, and you kill them, over and over, over and, and over, over and, and over, over and over. We've and over. killed three million boars. Yes, yes, like in the episode of South Forest. So, which I must play the drop. Aren't you spec to reduce cast time? No, uh, I'm an arcane fire mage. Christ. Speaking of which, yes. Why? Along with most MMOs, is there timers under the icons after you cast a spell? Why are they there? And what spells items have the longest timers? Those are durations. Right. That's how long it takes you. To cast that particular spell. Well, it depends if you're or, to, or if, if the buff is on you, looking up near your map. Exactly. How long it's going to last before it goes away. Right. Right. They're duration timers. Or if you have an ability that is specific to your class, they will have what we call countdown timers on them that will show you, okay, this is how long you have left for this to reset itself before you can use it again. You're only allowed to do this thing once every five seconds. Right. So you or hit the button, you do it, and the timer starts going on the button saying, okay, you can't touch this again because you've used for it. For five seconds. For five more or once, however long. Or however long it is. Once that time has elapsed, you can use it again. And Blizzard tweaks these things all the time to try and balance the classes to not make Corlocks, um one class <laughs> completely overpowered Corlocks, and able to kill everyone in sight just by spamming like one or two buttons. Seed of Corruption? Ooh, that's a happy one. Mm-hmm. Mm, only like, except when you're on the receiving end. It's more like death coil and sick the pet on them and uh, sit back and sip your cool adult. As beverage. for what spells and items have the longest timer, I can tell you one of the items that has the longest timer, and that's the Hearthstone. Yes. And that's an hour. Mm-hmm. Time until but you they'll, the they'll range anywhere from instant, meaning it as long as it, as fast as they can make that little timer, that little arm yep, or bar one or whatever. One or one around. and a half seconds is the global reset timer. Is the global reset timer anywhere up to an hour. Mm-hmm. Or in the case of, I just thought of, in a case of... Yes, some of your crafting items based on the various classes, it can be as long as a couple of days. Yep. Because those metagems that we mentioned earlier, I can transmute one every two days. And every class, or every profession, I right. should say, has something like that. Which we refer to as a rooster block. Yes. Stop you from making too much too quickly. And un- keep, you, keep you playing, paying your monthly fee. Yes, and completely unbalancing the economy. Yes. Not that that's ever happened in an MMO before. No! <laughs> no, that would never happen. I logged back 
one of those times that Sony offered the, hey, come reactivate your character for a week or two for free. I logged back into EverQuest mm-hmm. and looked at the bazaar. And my character, when I logged in, I had, you know, like a couple hundred platinum, and which I thought was quite something at the time that I logged out. Logged yeah. in and was looking at the prices of 50,000 platinum for this bow. Yeah. Little bit of inflation. Just a touch. So kudos for Blizz to Blizz keeping that under control. Yes. Yeah, at least as much as they can. Yep. Definitely. And uh, Mogflation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think have we covered all of Cuphead? <coughs> stuff? I believe so. So Amen. we had, so we it's had some time other for just a couple of emails. Yep, we had and some, some shout outs. There's one that uh, Gwen wanted to read oh, called yes. Help My Favorite Noob. Yes. Cricket cricket. Please help my favorite cricket, noob. Cricket. Okay. This is from Poolf, spelled P-W-Y-T-H, pronounced Poolf here. Which I don't understand, but okay. You're not Welsh. You're not Welsh. More on that in a second. I would call that Pwith. I've gotten my fiancé playing WoW. First new mistake, I let her, a former Welsh student, pick our name for the characters we run together. Hence, we have Poolf. And I'm going to say, based on the pronunciation of Poolt, it's going to be Moonwood, spelled M-Y-N-W-Y-D-D. So, so, and then he says, so many, are you a gold seller, Tells? <laughs> if you've never been to the UK, and I hope our UK friends are over there laughing about this right now, if you've never been to the UK, which I, I have been to the UK, and you've ever been anywhere near Wales, they have a very consonant-heavy language and all of the street signs and the highway signs have about 18 consonants in like a vowel per word that's welsh yes and like so 40 to 1 consonant to vowel, vowel ratio. ratio yeah so anyways he says i'm running a prot ward to protect my woman so getting killed for the sexism when she hears this and have noticed that i'm generating more dps than her i have no idea how to run a frost mage any suggestions or places to send her Thanks. Pool. The aforementioned elitist jerks forums will teach that's you all good, about spell rotations. Yes, that's a good way to. That's a very good suggestion. And P.S. Old Rasputin, Russian Imperial Stout, has turned on the drinking light here. I approve highly. Mm. That's good stuff. So, uh, Io, do you have one? I do. I'll see if I can make it through. I, I'm kind of a stickler for grammar, so. Oh, man, are you in the wrong podcast. I yeah, am. no kidding. I am. But I learned that I can deal with it. You learned it? Um, Learn me a book. Education. Hi, Casually Hardcore Crew. Before you read on, the question is, am I a noob? Yes or no? I play a shaman at level 70 before I have played a rogue, a priest, and a druid. They're all at level 70. I am so fortunate to own two accounts because I decided to play with both factions on the same server, which I don't do anymore. Cough, cough. Waste of money. Cough, cough. So now the shaman and rogue are separated from the priest and druid. I just reactivated my secondary account, the one with the priest, wholly with healing 1200 plus. So I decided to go to Steam Vault's Heroic. I found a group which didn't have good, too good gear, but I took the run the run anyways, and we started out being killed yeah. by the opposite faction, Alliance, at the Summoning Stone, despite my telling my group not to attack before they were summoned. Then I get a whisper from the rogue in the party, why didn't you heal us when we were getting attacked? I replied that where I was going was for the instance, not the PvP. So we got on to the first pull, two coil fane snake thingies, what happens? 
We wipe because our two DPSers get feared and pull two or three more groups. Now they start complaining that I didn't dispel the fears and were struggling to heal the tank and the party, but no. And didn't heal the party. What was I doing at the first pull? I was healing the tank, level 70 paladin with sucky healing gear equipped, around 7.5 health and 10k mana. I was struggling to heal the tank and the party, but no, I'm the noob. After we get the first pull killed, our second attempt, we go for the big giant around the right corner, and here comes the fun part. Pally pulls, gets killed, and the warrior takes over. He, of course, is too too one-shotted. He's one-shotted by the giant. Now we wipe for the second time, and both the rogue and Pally leave the party, and at the same time spams me over, whispers that I suck, and I'm the noob. So I just wanted to know, am I the noob? Not bloody likely. His answer? Yes. Blame the healer. The healer is always the noob. (laughs) That is one of the truisms of MMORPGs. It's either the tank's fault. Or the healer's fault. Or the healer's fault. One or the other. The, it's the tank's fault because you didn't hold aggro. Well, no, you DPSer, you pulled aggro off me because right. you can't control yourself. And that's why you I didn't you keep me alive, healer. Well, before you hit that, that's squishy. You squishy DPSer, you pulled aggro and died. That's why I don't complain when I get killed. That is because I usually assume it's as a DPSer, and I do a lot of DPS. I don't complain when I get killed because I usually assume it's my fault. Because my feeling is. The healer's got better things to do, like keeping the tank alive so that we don't wipe. Because if the tank dies, everyone dies for sure. Yes. If I die, it's not necessarily... The mob dies slower. The mob dies slower. That's a good way to put it. So, he continues on and says, I hope... Or she continues on. I hope you read the story, not necessarily on air. Give a shout out to Taxapinju, Nevo, and Lacon at Deathwing EU. And this is from Stormperger at Deathwing EU. P.S. Things happen. I normally get tells after raids and such saying that I'm one of the best healers they've ever pugged with, despite my gear. And there you go. Tools exist in every single universe ecosystem you can on. Yeah. So. Oh, we've been watching Planet Earth, and we've realized that tools exist in every ecosystem. This on is Planet true. Earth. <laughs> Moving on. A, an email called Heartfelt Hardcore Thanks. Hey there, Gnomewise, Iolite, and Gwinoro. This mail is just a thanks for doing your show. Me and a friend I met in WoW recently decided to start up a raid community, something probably unique to RP servers. People are allowed to stay in their guild, but they join the same community channel and raid together. A relatively serious one. We raid four times a week for a total of 14 hours per week. Now, this doesn't have much to do with your show, I suppose, but listening to you have helped me balance my views about what raiding should be like. We founded the community not to raid eight hours every single day. We don't raid Friday or Saturday to allow people time to go out and so on, but we test potential members in-game and in theory to make sure that the time we do spend raiding is time well spent. We're not as filled with haterade as Octale, <laughs> that is probably due to the balance provided by listening to you guys as well. Keep up the great shows, and I'll start giving bonus DKP to my raiders if they listen to Two Wow Radio. Smiley. If you read this out on air, I'd be very happy if you give a shout out to Redemption Raid Community on Argent Dawn EU for downing every boss in Karazhan from Achimen up to Aran on their first three-hour raid together with no wipes at all. That from Makesha, Restoration Shaman, Argent Dawn EU. Amen. Yes, I, Gwen, you're gesturing. 
I have a very good email from Nuntius. Bring it on. Greetings, voices from my speakers. Nuntius here. Regarding the language topic, I believe I find myself able to share some interesting information, which is why I'm reading this. Even though there is, or so I think, a Spanish version of the game, players from South South America, such as Nuntius, who often have Spanish as their mother language, don't really find that option on their markets. Back on the server I play, there is this huge, quote, Spanish-speaking community, unquote, and most of them play their game in pure English. This can cause some troubles putting the lucky ones that are bilingual in an almost constant translator position. You would be amazed to see the amount of people in English-speaking communities who can't say much more than yes, no, and lol. No, given where I live in real life, that doesn't surprise me in the least. Regarding the Russian server, it's pretty bad to hear that some people suffer such treatments. However, you would also be interested to know that back on this server I play using Spanish on the... Slash S is often rewarded with insults, harassments, and a lot of cultural aggression. P.S. For those interested, the server is Spinebreaker US. P.S. 2. Sorry for the bad English. No worries, mate. And then at the bottom, yes, slash skill teleport Moonglade. <laughs> I read that because, I number one, I had completely forgotten about, oh, gee, there's this whole other continent south of here. Mm-hmm. Called and South America. And I think he brings a valid spin on it. Absolutely. Absolutely. Another experience that might explain, help Let's, answer Cupcheck's question. It's one of the, the problems with a worldwide game. Absolutely. You may not be comfortable playing with people from different cultures, not because you dislike them, just because you don't have the same common ground. And you don't understand the same cultural references that, Correct. You, that they right. do. It, it can cause friction. That's, that's the barrier. Um, or one of the barriers. There are lots of them. I have an email entitled... Can I get a woot woot for the good monkey? Nemethor, level 33 undead rogue, dojo. Uh, Tarulon, Taruleon, U.S., um, on Taruleon, U.S., and Horde Roxors, level 4 dwarf rogue for carpet sharks, Ooh, Ice Crown, U.S. Good monkey. Hello, you casually hardcore people. I just wanted to thank Moogie for being amazingly awesome as an IRC rep and using his own stones to summon all us lobies up to the rock. So can I get a woot woot and a good monkey drop in for the one and only good monkey? Moogie, you are made of epic wind, essence of pone, and much cake. Keep on rocking and domo arigato. So, shall we get a woot woot? Ooh, good monkey. Thank you, Moogie. Thank you, Moogie. Thank you, You're Moogie. fantastic. We actually burden you up a lot more than some of the Speaking other Speaking of, here ones. are some of the uh, shout-outs that Moogie has relayed to me. From Zephyric, shout-out to Gnomewise for actually getting me to hate him for not getting the legendaries right. Hand of Ragnaros and Thunder Fury were before Naxxramas. Get your facts right. But they were crafted, and they were things yes. you had together exactly like we said. So, yes, Hand of Ragnaros, which was a Uber Mace of Doom, and Thunder Fury, which was a one-handed Sword of Doom, which was you had to get legendary drops from Molten Core to begin the quest chain, which eventually yes. added Silithus, to get those first two legendary items. And then next, Ramus added the uh, Atiesh, the Great Staff, that you would again assemble from bits and pieces for the next legendary in the game. There are short-term legendaries you get as part of the Kael'thas fight in uh, the Eye that you can only use in the Eye, and they eventually, they're summoned items, basically, and they expire after a while, but they're pretty damn bitching while you get to use them, and they're necessary to, to kill Kale, or not kill him, as the case turns out, to defeat Kale. Nice. Um, 
Yeah, there aren't a whole ton of them. There's also the uh, Hunter Legendary Weapon Chain. And they've, they've really been kind of lax in adding the other classes' uh, legendary items into the game. They kind of got away from the idea of every class getting a, a legendary that they could go after. So, yeah, they did other things like, oh, I don't know, hero classes. So, we also have shout-out to Rose of Pain for helping Moogie get money towards his epic mount. He is awesome. Shout-out to Storm Tamer. Shout-out to Bob or B-O-B, and Death of Honor on Dragonblight EU for our first go at 25-man content and wiping badly at High King Mulgore. Nice. And Keep at it. Failure will make you stronger. Absolutely. From if it doesn't kill you, oh wait. Karg, member of the Cabal. <laughs> <laughs> Anal leakage what? Oh! <laughs> Olestra. Anyway. I was thinking the same thing. <laughs> I was going to say that. No, when I said if it failure makes you stronger, and she said if it doesn't kill you, oh wait, and I, <laughs> you totally missed that. And I was looking at her because I was going to say, um, it kind of already did, yeah, and that was why we started laughing. Yeah, so anyway, from Karg, shout to the guilds, the Cabal, and Carpe Noctem on Hellscream. Shout out. To down Carpe Void Noctum Reaver in sees TK. the night. Apparently. And I, Rugo, would like to give a shout out to me for getting my warrior to level 70 and my priest into Outlands. Smiley. Woot. And to rip uh, <laughs> off and to rip off Octil and Hordek, I would like to slash spit on my now ex-guild for being stubborn and short-sighted. So if there's any ZA rating guilds on Ajun EU that needs a survival hunter, I'm up for grabs. <laughs> And of course, shout out to all the hosts of Casual Hacker for being awesome and giving me a reason to, and then it cut off. So we're doing personal ads now. Apparently. Yeah. <laughs> we were okay. doing Dear Abby before, relationship counseling, oh, God. psychoanalysis, just, just and now. We need more drama in our lives. No, Shit, no more drama. Know. We all don't right. need any more drama. No, we don't. Drama! All right. I have a shout out from Kivo, level 53, maybe 54. By the time you see this, Rhett Pally on Sentinels US. Just wanted to give a shout out to the guild on the Wings of Twilight for picking up a friend of myself when our guild moved to a different server. Shout so, it out. Shout it out. So, Ilyas, have you read right. one more, and then we will call it an evening. I, I, I hadn't selected another one. Fail. But I do have one shout-out. Okay. This is a... Uh, actually, I have two shout-outs. A couple of real-life shout-outs. The first shout-out um, is to uh, Brain Freeze and Lobelia. Yes. Who are uh, enjoying their uh, Caribbean getaway. Oh, rat bastards. So um, jealous. I didn't know that. Yep. Cruise. That's why I haven't seen them online. Uh, um, oh, no. He was online. Of course, yeah, he, he was, was. from the cruise ship. He was on his AT&T wireless <laughs> card before they left port. <laughs> um, Never anything like an addiction, though. <laughs> oh, oh no, not at all. <laughs> so I would like to give a shout out to them. I would always like to give a shout out to our home guild, um, Black Powder Foundry, and to the fan guild, Carpet Sharks, on yes. Ice Crown US. You guys thank are you great. Thank you so much for making it worth playing. Absolutely. Um, Thank you to everyone who showed up for the alt party on Ice Crown US. Yes. And um, and because I of the new broadcasting ring, I can't join you guys without really seriously degrading our broadcasting capabilities. So I'm sorry I cannot attend in person right now. Uh, but I know you're all there. And shout out to all of you. And, and to any of you crazy EU people who got together for your own little alt party, yes. shout out to you in a massive way. And a shout out to Grogbeard, level 70, Hunter Grimbatol for sending me the Night Elf Mohawk MP3. Oh, my. Yes. It's Amen. in the inbox. I haven't gotten it out yet. It's my Night Elf Mohawk. Night Elf Mohawk. 
And Arsvent, uh, your songs are coming, so don't tune out. And a reminder, as of next week, Casually Hardcore will be moving to Tuesday night. Tuesday, check the website in case you forget. Yep, 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, which I believe is 3 a.m. in the freaking morning GMT. And uh, for everyone who's sorry that they're not going to be able to make the show anymore, I'm, I'm sorry, but... This is to accommodate... Changing work schedules and actually yeah. changing life schedules. Yeah, yeah. Let's just leave it at that. It makes things a little easier. Gwen to be less distracted by the looming RL of tomorrow yes, during the show. The, the oh my god, I got to get out of bed at four thirty in the morning. Yeah, and if we do move to Tuesday, I don't have to worry about that. We'll just hang out. Whiskey Tango Foxtrot. Foxtrot uniform, Charlie Kilo. <laughs> <laughs> I love you. You are insanely pretty. And we are essentially ready for our voluntary and in-game only mass suicide off the edge of the rock in Zanger Marsh. Y'all have fun Please with that? Please form an orderly queue. You have fun with that. I will be playing the ending music. You have been listening to Casually Hardcore live on WoW Radio. Please join us on the worldwide intertubes at www.wcradio.com. Yes. And for those of us who can no longer join us live, you can join us on iTunes yes. and download the podcast. Go to or the pod- on WCRadio.com and or, download. Yes, exactly. Various, many ways you can obtain our archives. And we will catch you on the flip side. Check out all the fine shows on the WOW Radio Network. We are still soliciting show demonstrations. If you have a show that you feel needs to be delivered to the Huddled World masses. Of War- huddled masses of World of Warcraft, <laughs> or the gaming community in general, send your demos to Slanik, that's S-L-A-N-I-K, at WCRadio.com. And Here we go. Oh, God, they're suiciding already. Whee! Thank you for joining us. We'll catch you next Tuesday. Until then, be well, be safe, and have fun. Thanks for listening. Thank you. Bye-bye, radio people.